this video podcast attempts to present relevant information and use critical thinking analysis from a spiritual perspective of what's happening in black America to form a more just society starting in America and throughout the diaspora from news, social issues, cultural issues, and political issues. Our goal is to eventually move our virtual Christian socialist organization from behind a computer starting in Chicago. Our objective is to serve the, the hungry, the voiceless, and the powerless, black people who are considered, quote, the least of these by society standards. Pacam Media is dedicated to informing and, and inspiring black people to live life to the fullest. This video podcast uses social media, webinars, teaching, and lectures to accomplish our goal of informing and inspiring our listeners from around the globe. The goal of the grassroots community activist movement is to provide solutions and strategies to solve black issues domestically and internationally. Our black media component Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos slash the New Black Voices of Media is an extension of Kirkham. On our YouTube channel, we plan to provide travel, video podcasts, interviews, and guest con- contributors on the show. We're committed to reporting truthful and accurate news. We're dedicated to bringing stories that spark conversations and topics that are controversial. We believe our viewing audience guides the direction of our platform. Today's topic, what makes Gurkham different from other black organizations in America? The next topic, watch out for off-code Negroes. The third topic, post-Cal Rittenhouse trial and the post Ahmad Arbery trial and sex sexist claim over King Richard's documentary. Um, another topic: Prince William's comment about Africa. And the last topic is uprising against France in Kuala Lumpur. First topic, what makes Krakam different from other black organizations in America? At this point, I am the business, I am the grassroots community activist movement. I encourage everyone in my Christian groups, Light of the World Inspirational Group, and Christian Spoken Word Network, please pray that God would connect me with people with the means to help us raise 500000 for our film project. Also leave a public comment about this video podcast and share with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. In contrast, I encourage everyone in my social groups, Gurkai of Chicago, Gurkai of Africa, and the New Black Voices of Media, to please leave a public comment about this video podcast and share with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. My critics tell me if God has given you this vision, then it should not take you 30 years to start it. I ask them, 
Have they purchased my revised book? Have they purchased items from my virtual store? Have they given a donation through our PayPal page? Do they participate on my online talk show? It doesn't matter how bad I would like to get this organization up and running in Chicago. Without support from the black grassroots and the global black family, I am unable to do my job at this point, point blank. Truth be told, black America don't want a solution. If so, then my revised book would have been on the bestsellers list by now, and there would be no need for me making a film. It takes capital to start and run a business. I'm using our Christian business to make the world a better place by giving young black people an opportunity to build it and to own it. At every level of our business, we will help advance human rights and dignities, support social and economic justice for marginalized black communities. For the for the Grassroots Community Activist Institute is much more than a new business endeavor. It's a new system. We will be committed to honoring the rights of all people, but especially black people, to live with liberty, security, self-esteem, and freedom of expression and protest, and to have the opportunity to provide for their own needs and contribute to society. We will be committed to achieving equality, um, equity, achieving equity, opportunities, and justice for the black community that have been historic, historically marginalized. Recognizing that this is tied to fair livelihoods that in, that enable individuals, the black family, and the black community to thrive. That's why it's important, you know, that we get this business started. Rakaio Chicago seeks to meet the need of the black community by finding brave and smart black people, African people, and others who will work with me in turning my vision into a reality in our local, national, and in international community by integrating these concerns in our day-to-day -day business activities. Capitalism and the wealth it produces do not create opportunities for everyone equally. The racial wealth divide, the racial wealth gap in America between blacks and white, white is wider than at any time since the 1920s. Cam is a global virtual Christian socialist organization which focuses on uniting continental Africans and the African diaspora who was stolen from Africa and scattered throughout the diaspora, living as fourth and fifth class citizens in a foreign land, lands. Our condition is tied to the legacy of slavery and genocide of African people in North America, Latin America, and the Caribbean. Gukam, along, along with some of the most powerful bloggers in black America and the diaspora have made the case that it is time for landless sons and daughters of Mother Africa to self-rule and govern ourselves. This can only happen in Africa.
It is time for us to reclaim our ancestral homeland. We have zero interest in overturning the system or being a militant integrationist or an agitator within a sinking ship. Grecam is not here to fix American America's problems. We want to establish an independent nation state of our own on the continent of our ancestors for the victims, descendants of the transatlantic slave trade scattered throughout the diaspora, living as fourth and fifth class citizens in foreign lands. On a domestic front, we aim to help improve the inner cities by creating satellite communities, meaning we will form an international alliance with African entrepreneurs in, in order for us to launch international trade through our Christian business known as Kai of Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. Our mission is to eradicate urban violence through arts, culture, commerce, and spiritual development. The Kai of Chicago will offer um, birthday parties slash corporate events, karaoke, and interactive events, webinars, workshops, and lunch African tours. The Kai of Chicago will offer corporate grocery stores, corporate healthcare clinics, and corporate housing for our members. We will offer grievance groups to our members who have lost a family member or friend due to gun violence. We will offer services and programs to strengthen the black family. Kirkiah Chicago will raise the bar in black America first by separating ourselves from hardened criminals, urban terrorists, active gang members, and pedophiles within the black community. Kirkiah Chicago will operate under seven functions under one roof. They are as follows, a social service component, a spiritual component optional for secular people, a political component, an entertainment component, an entrepreneurial component, a black media component, and a health and wellness component. It is my hope that the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago will become a permanent infrastructure for Chicago artists and become the hub throughout the Midwest for emerging black artists and black entrepreneurs. Our second film will be made in South Africa and is entitled African Liberator Battle Against the Colonized Mindset. This film will focus on the colonized mindset, which is the internalized attitude of continental Africans felt by being colonized by Europeans. It is the belief that European culture is superior to African culture. And that's not you know, the case. Kai of Africa for years. Um, connecting with Africa from around the world has been a challenge, but now more than ever, it's a, it is imperative for the diaspora to make the connection physically and economically. I plan on applying for dual citizenship in South Africa. I want to make sure before I cut and run to to Africa that my Christian business will be effective and successful and also that I will be able to sustain myself before I relocate to Africa. I don't want to come to Africa empty-handed. I want to be in a position to offer economic tangibles to my members. I also want to connect African businesses, institutions, and 
entrepreneurs with the diaspora through my Christian business in America. Kakaya of Africa will partner with tailors, service providers, real estate companies, banks, and construction companies starting in South Africa while helping build local businesses and improving local and international commercial trade between Africa and our brothers and sisters in the diaspora. Kakaya of Africa would offer the following traveling and touring tour booking, real estate and relocation assistance, investment consulting and management. Kakaya of Africa will replicate Kakaya of Chicago and vice versa. Since Black America has rejected my vision and plan for the past 30 years, my organization will be membership based. Kakai is a Sorry, Gurkham is a global community of thinkers and builders. I need for, I need your help to move Gurkham from behind a computer into our urban communities that need our talents and skills. I believe this act of human collaboration across an open platform is essential to the low African American community and our collective future. My team of black middle-class professionals will offer quality programs and services. They will be committed to affecting positive change in the communities we, in which we operate. We believe that quality education is the foundation for a successful community along with economic empowerment and spirituality. In time, we will offer a second chance program for ex-offenders, of nonviolent crimes for former gang members and homeless individuals within the community. Rakai Entertainment will give our members an opportunity to be in our theater performance, highlight, highlighting the best of black culture and art. We will offer a variety of African um, Caribbean and African American food and beverage for purchase during business hours from several local vendors. We will offer interactive space for our members to create their films and their own music, both Christian and secular, in order to facilitate wholesome, live, family-oriented events. We will strive to fill a void in the live performance arena through our poetry, comedy, music, dance, local hip-hop, holy hip-hop, educational workshops slash seminars and more. Our goal is to empower our members and the community. We will serve if given a chance. This is all I've been trying to do for the past 30 years. But again, you know, I mean, uh, I'm doing the best that I can to, um, now I'm just focusing on just trying to do this film, but um, I put my, I wrote the vision and made it plain in my revised book. And yet, you know, it's not on that bestsellers list. So, you know, I'm just doing the best that I can while I can. Gokaya will be membership-based in order for me to weed out people who don't care about our inner-city youth, their families, or the black community. Um, this is my contribution back to my community, society, and throughout the African diaspora. Gokaya will move forward to obtain land, infrastructure, and nationhood on the continent of our ancestor and our ancient homeland. Second topic, watch out for off-code Negroes. 
the way this world is headed, we're we're going to need each other. If you are anti-black unification, then remove yourself from my my groups, my Facebook page, and my YouTube page. The civil rights movement owes its success to DAS. That is descendants of Amer American slaves. Yet the civil rights movement was hijacked because black people were begging the financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality. They added one word to script all of the bloodshed and hard work our people did during that time, which was to add minority in the civil rights legislation. This allowed other groups such as white women, Asians, Latinos, immigrants, and the LGBT to piggyback off our struggle. Those groups were not victims of American slavery. We were. Tangible resources are going towards other groups and their communities. This is the liberal agenda. Notice, anytime we are trying to advocate for black people, then there's a problem. My platform could be 100 times bigger if I was advocating for immigration, LGBT, or anything else except black. Because mega corporations would support that in a heartbeat. I would rather stay focused and promote my vision and plan until we are able to get this film project fully funded and made. Whatever my people and others decide to bless us with, we will accept it. Black people who are not about black empowerment will not criticize white supremacy. When a road cop murders a black person, many of the victims' families go off cold just to get, a, get the bag. Let me be clear. Black celebrity, celebrities do not speak for us because too often they are working to undermine us. They are in the pockets of the financial elites. People like Kwame Brown. I found an article entitled ex-NBA player Kwame Brown defends Cal Rittenhouse, calls out black elites who push racist the S-word. There's a lot of black individuals who live among us, but they identify with the dominant culture. The United States of America was founded on racial violence against the black man and the black woman for the purpose of genetic dominance. For him to align himself with this pro-Second Amendment mega crowd is a sad thing to see. If only we could get a critical mask of black people to embrace my vision and plan as a starting point for a universal code across the board. Our, our social conditions would change within six months, six, six months or two. If Kyle Rittenhouse's trial was not about race, then why are white supremacist groups supporting him? It's really sad that most black people are attracted to gutter commentary and not intelligent commentary, but that's life. I ran across an article from the Associate Press entitled, quote, Woman Shot in Back by Missouri officer wins $2 million settlement, unquote. Ashley Hall was an unarmed black woman who was shot in the back by a white road cop in a shopping center. Miss Hall was accused of running off with a cart full of unpaid groceries. The report claims Miss Hall was held and detained by store employees until police arrived. Miss Hall panicked 
and ran. Then she was shot in the back. The attempted murderer was allowed to resign. The district attorney is a black man. He didn't do anything with this case. Miss Ashley Hall received $2 million, but she had to agree with the stipulation that the police, that the department and the chief of police were free from liability. After Ms. Hall accepted the bag, the district attorney recommended apparition rather than prosecution. This process is called restorative justice. This is when the perpetrator of a crime is supposed to meet their victim and they talk. In too many cases, black people have shown that if you offer them the bag, they'll let you shoot them or kill their children. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. If you want to know more about about this uh, story, click on my Medium transcript post on my Facebook page and scroll down to show and prove for more detail. How can the community have relief knowing a would-be killer is working in their local community police department. On this video podcast, I want the black community to be informed and be engaged with what's really going on in black America. That's why I talk about these stories. The third topic, post-Kyle Rittenhouse trial and the post-Ahmaud Arbery trial. Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty. We're not surprised. He went to a Black Lives Matter protest in Kenosha, Kenosha, Wisconsin for the purpose of targeting black people. He was in a video prior calling protesters looters and saying he wished he had a gun. Some people say that was premeditated. He also brought an illegal gun, but that was thrown out of the court. We witnessed this judge saying, staying on code for white supremacy by making all sorts of unethical moves, like blocking evidence against uh, Rittenhouse. The judge would not allow information about Cal Rittenhouse affiliation with white supremacist groups like the Proud Boys and others. We waste a lot of time trying to prove the financial elites are being racist. They do these things blatantly and tell us to stop complaining. Anyone who thinks that this trial was fair and just is a white supremacist sympathizer. Having a judge act as a defense attorney for the defendant is beyond unethical. We, we knew Kyle Rittenhouse came to the protest to ambush black protesters. He wanted to lure black protesters from the crowd so he could harm them. Whenever there is civil unrest, then it's become open season on black people. Mainstream media was co-signing this because they all have an interest in maintaining systematic white supremacy. This trial is going to make the public have a zero competence in the American criminal justice system. We have to stop co-signing this double standard because that makes us um, complicit with non-justice. When it comes to prosecuting a white individual for a 
for a crime, they use legal loopholes to get them off the hook. I found an article in the Daily Daily Cause entitled, quote, Ex-Nazis now hold key D DOJ counter-terrorist posts highlights police infra infiltration threat. The DOJ, Department of Justice, has a former neo-Nazi who's working in high position. This is what we are up against. For more information, just go to my medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove. This is why the criminal justice system never do anything about the Aryan nation and neo-Nazi working in the law enforcement. The system is corrupt, and this, and that's why we have to be on code with each other. We should not have neo-Nazis and members of the Aryan nations working in law enforcement. Black people in America are sitting ducks because our black politicians have sold us out. We don't have a federal hate crime bill like the Asians because um, the Congressional Black uh, Caucus, they signed a bill for, um, for that to pass. Yet they won't um, fight for, you know, black people. It's just how it is. They're in the pockets of the financial elites. This is what I have been preaching to black America about for the past 25 years. Black people, we have to get codified so that we can build a future for the next generation. Once we build Gurkai, we can then out, out of the current system and promote true liberation and justice. We have to develop a liberation mindset. Taking penitentiary chan chan um, chances by looting things from stores is not revolutionary. That's just stealing. If there's a power outage, how are you going to protect yourself and your family? The financial elites are 100 years ahead of the game. They have stockpiles of guns, ammunition, food, canned goods, walkie-talkies, or three-way radios, water, generators, bomb shelters, um, plant, plant seeds to grow food, the whole nine yards. In contrast, the Ahmaud Arbery trial, just rem a reminder, Ahmaud Arbery was a 25-year-old black man who was murdered because he was jogging through a white neighborhood. Three white supremacists saw an opportunity to hunt down an unarmed black man. Family, this should be our wake-up call. It's important that we frame the narrative from a black viewpoint. We cannot allow the dominant society to control the narrative. After they murdered him, they tried to cover it up. A video surfaced which helped reopen the case and the case went to trial. When you have black judges like Judge Lou Steves um, reprimanding white individuals, all of a sudden you see these oversight committees popping up out of nowhere. The jury came back with a guilty verdict. We also need charges filed on others who were involved, like the prosecutor and the first officer on the scene.
lately the mainstream media has been showing stories about mass mobs in major cities across the United States. The media keeps telling the public this happens during Black Friday. They make it a point to spotlight these flash mobs, crimes, robbery, and young black people. Do a Google search and put in Black Friday and flash mobs to see what I'm talking about. The fourth topic. Um, sexist claims over King Richard's documentary. I watched a documentary. It was so refreshing to see a positive black family who can inspire the next gen generation. It was a very good story. White cinemas are upset because this story is about a strong heterosexual father in the household. Richard Williams made it very clear that his daughters were winners. The mainstream media do not want to see strong black fathers who are confident. In black society, we also have black feminists who are angry and resentful at the idea of a confident black man. Black feminists is a bunch of individuals who identify with white supremacist ideology and they express their hatred toward confident black men. They target black men to assault their reputation in order to make people not want to associate with them. There's an individual on Twitter by the name of Dr. Jessica Taylor. She decided to make a public comment about the documentary. She said, quote, did they seriously make a film called King Richard about the success of Venus and Serena Williams, but it's about their dad, Richard. The reason why white feminists and white and black feminists hate Richard Williams is because he represents black feminists. 